When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before I can, can you say something? Oh, hello, yes. hello. Yes, this is great. This is great. All Just because right. it was a little um, disorienting and I want to be fully present. I think you should hear yourself. Yeah. Uh, this one? This is great. Yeah. So you can control your own volume right here. Look, right here. Perfect. Thank you. If you want it. Yeah. If oh, you if you want to be see. more did empowered. Just, oh, my God. Did I just whip it up? Yeah. There's nothing I love more than hearing you and my voice actually too hi yes no thanks for thanks for having me um veronica osorios <laughs> yeah that's so, what i mean like uh, i think if you have the japanese pronunciation like that you know how to speak it you can say my name perfectly uh versus like osorio or right, whatever right. Yeah. osorio yeah which is the r okay. is correct yeah the r yeah no totally we don't have much many r's actually interesting in names yeah but um, uh, yeah, it always gaslights people. My my last name actually like Okatsuka it really freaks everyone out, and they get scared, they tremble, and they fail to say my name altogether. So that was really gorgeous. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, of course, because it's <laughs> like it's unusual looking, just like the the shapes of the letters. You know, you know right, what I mean. Right. Yeah. The I'm K's, for, the yeah. S's, the U's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looking for another for other things here. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting with that. Like um, American names are. When I first moved here, I I would read American names and be like, oh fuck, I have to say this name. Like every time uh, I dated someone with a J, oh, uh-huh. name like his name had a J in yeah. between the words. So Joaquin, I, I don't know. It was like, <laughs> no, no, that's a Spanish I wish. name. <laughs> no, just like a regular English American name with a J. And so, oh, like, Jonathan. It. So, sure. saying that J yeah. instead of Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it took me years. I would get, like, sweaty and be like... But now it's hot, you know? Yeah, but now, now it's, it's sexy. Yeah. And now it's cute. Well, it turned... I think it was, like, cute, then sexy. Yeah, and now it's like... It's woke. <laughs> cute was always uh, exactly now. It's woke. Cute was always a kind of a backhanded mm-hmm. compliment when they would be like, "Oh, it's so cute." You can't say xylophone, and you're like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Now it's now it's hot <laughs> to be like you own your own accent. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I used to. I had a. There's a girl in the improv who was in the improv community who I would I would do like improv right, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I have an accent. And she'd be like at the bar afterwards, like, 
Poor Vera. She's always like saying things and they sound different and no one takes her seriously. But she would like go around the bar just telling everyone like, poor, <laughs> poor me. <laughs> What? Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, no, because the thing about Fuck talking yeah. at a bar yeah. where you are also, you can hear her. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You're and also, still there. Yeah, she's talking to people about me in front of me. That's right. It yeah. was like a, a white savior thing um, <laughs> where she's just like telling her friends how poor me. Right. She feels bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's like a, the the other innocent version of cute. That's right. That's right. Like, oh, so right. You're so cute. I feel bad for you. There's nothing I can do to help you, though. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Okay, bye. I have no solutions. Bye. <laughs> it's a problem. I think it's a problem. And I have no solutions. Bye bye. Um, yeah, well, interesting. Uh, I, I, I tend to think about this, especially with something like Star Trek, because there's. I feel like this is a show, the kind of show that it's always ahead of the curve. Uh, <laughs> and even then, it's still like behind, behind. when you look back. Yeah. Uh, but it's so like it comes to show like how behind we truly can get to be. A Star Trek, I gotta say, yeah. it's perfect for immigrants. <laughs> it's perfect. Why I, do you say that? Well, I haven't seen it before, by so the way. By the way, never have I, never have I. I was about to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to jump, jump on the gun, but no, I have never seen it. I've known about it, and I know I was like, there's a whole world of people who watch Star Trek, right? And then there's a whole world of people who also don't. And I fell under the people who never did. The second, the latter, the latter. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched the episode, yeah, uh, that we're about to talk about, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is like really awesome. Like my, I think I could see my grandma liking it, my uncles, my aunts, right? Because it's just like That's it's so sweet. Something about sci-fi. If mm -hmm. it's also in like um, the production value and stuff, yeah, it's very like like a Asian soap opera or something. Oh, really? <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Not just an Asian soap opera. I'm just saying Asian because of me, but like right. I think telenovelas. It's at least the episode that you assigned me to watch. It was so like bad thing after the next. Yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, this is like a telenovela or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny because yes, yeah, sometimes it is like that. Like they just like. Leave the camera on the character's last, like, ambient sentence for a while, and then they stay there, and right. then they cut to, like, another, like, equally tense yeah. scene. They have long pauses between, like, dialogue. Right, right, right. Which is unusual, I guess, for, for TV nowadays. I like, think everything's so. Everything's so fast-paced now. Yeah, it needs, like, every, no silence. You yeah. Know? Just, like, everything is filled with music or something. Right. Um, so the pacing too, I was like, oh yeah, like my grandma with very limited English could fill in the blanks. Right. Take time to understand. Yeah. Take time <laughs> to understand. That's what I, that's, uh, I, uh, something I saw yesterday. So there's a new Star Trek coming out on CBS All oh. Access. Uh -huh. So um, there hasn't been one for, for I think decades. Um, and then this one's from the eighties and then uh -huh. there was three more. Uh huh. Three more different series uh -huh. with like different cast and crew, and then and then a long pause, and now the modern one is coming out. Wow! Currently. Congratulations on the renewal of your podcast. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. And the longevity of yeah. it. Yeah, this is like we have a lot of material to cover. We haven't even covered the movies that happened. Oh, truly, between these seasons. That's right. Uh, so there's a lot. But uh, so in Discovery, I we covered it yesterday for our Patreon. And uh, I watched this episode that we covered 
twice over. And mm-hmm. yesterday we rewatched it a third time for me. It was my third. Oh my gosh. And I just finally, like, it's so fast paced that I just finally caught a few major details. Like, of they were the, details, but they were major. Uh huh. Of this episode, particularly, that. Of the, of the new one. Of the new one. Of we the were, new one. Yeah. Oh, I see. Got it. So. Okay. That's what I'm like. My my point precisely is that Star Trek: The Next Generation tends to be there's no detail that goes unnoticed because because mm-hmm. uh, the pace of it you have time to like absorb. Oh, right. there's a shot of like the hands. Why <laughs> is the hands there? Like, what are the hands there? <laughs> right. Then right. you'll know that something will happen with the hands. Right. Uh, eventually, and then when it happens, you're like, yeah, I remember seeing that shot of. Like like slow shot of the hands, yeah. Versus the new one where like everything is so fast paced that there was like a little detail of something that wow. happened with mm-hmm. someone getting cut, and I just like never caught it until the third time I watched. There's it. gonna be a whole new generation of people who watch it so differently. I know. Wow, it's so it is very different, and also they have big arcs, uh, big season arcs now. And this one's episodic. So this one episode stands got it on its own. I see. Um, so you got a kind of unusual episode, but I'm is thankful. That right? yeah. Why is it unusual? Do things not usually fall apart like this in every episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's all kinds of things that happen. Um, there's some episodes that are like this, like where they're all, each of them are dealing with a specific problem. That's part of a larger problem. Got it. Um, and there are more. There are other ones that are just plainly diplomatic. There are murder mysteries. There are. There's a lot of different genres within. This and it's sci-fi. O- it's always in the ship. It's no. They sometimes go downstairs to the planets wow. or to another ship or to. They right. have to like. Worf is a Klingon, and they go. T- he has trouble with his like family lineage or with his people so got it they make us stop because Worf has to t- handle some shit and then we focus <laughs> on we focus on Worf handling his oh my shit, god you know? watch me I'm gonna turn into hardcore Trekkie yay yeah I mean when you said that I got a little excited the, oh really yeah that like tell he, me tell me yeah that Worf has to go handle some shit oh yeah because there's problems with lineage yeah I mean very very relatable oh yeah the Klingon the, 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 the you feel like you, your lineage you, you're like I have to go handle I some gotta shit I gotta stop by Arcadia really quick you know on the way to the Ice House Comedy Club my grandma has some shit going on with uncle they won't they haven't talked for weeks you know oh what I mean oh my god yeah so you, you gotta bring to. your whole crew with you yeah yeah it's so funny like um I feel like the the that's like I don't live with my grandmas. I wish they were here. I wish they were here. Uh, they're they're alive, thankfully, in Venezuela. Okay, <laughs> but my grandma. Jeez, really, really. I'm so sorry. Yeah, speaking of Klingons, did you say Klingon? <laughs> Klingon. Because, yeah. Yeah, like an act, like it makes you cling onto the with a K. So it's like oh, okay. less clingy and more. See? Yeah. So I don't know that reference <sighs> yet. It's because of a. It's a Star Trek. It's a Star Trek, but Got it's it. so the Klingons. This is gonna be fun for people who already are know huge fans. No, I know. see, we don't need to do that. But you don't I'll need tell to redefine. You, I'll tell you. Okay, this is a a different race, right? Of aliens. Mm-hmm. So Worf, the one with the forehead ridges. Yeah, he's he, a Klingon, right? And the Klingons have gone. They've existed since the show in the sixties. And they've gone through several transformations of style according to, like, the time period where the show is being produced. Right, right. So, in the 60s, it was, like, basically 
<laughs> Asians just dress like warriors like that. Oh. Uh, Asian actors. And this one, it tends to be black actors with the forehead ridges, but sometimes right. white actors. And you can tell. <clears throat> yeah. And they have long hair. Uh-huh. Um they have long hair from the beginning. And then now in the Discovery, they started like bold and they're blue and they have all kinds of like features. Uh, got it. Okay. And people like fans got crazy when they changed the look of the Klingons. Every time they change, like the Klingons are such a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a good way, in not the show. No, in a great way. They're, it's exciting to yeah. see what they look like. Yeah. And it's like, makeup why? changes. Yeah. <laughs> and why are you doing that? You know, like right. what, what you can see, like the era and how production decisions were made because of how the Klingons are portrayed. Yeah. Um, and the Klingons are a warrior race. So, and they have a lot of like, mm. I consider it more third world <laughs> characteristics. Oh, got uh, it. Yeah. Me coming from South America. <laughs> no, I mean, world. it yeah. sounds like, it sounds like they keep changing it to be away from race related, yeah. right? So it's like Asians only. Uh, we, it's usually a black person yeah. too. Just like they're blue. It can be any race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, which is kind of cool. They're just a different alien. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that. Um, you were talking about your grandma though, and then I cut you off to make you oh, explain Klingons to me <laughs> and tons of people who already know who they are. Well, the last thing I was going to say about Klingons is that people know, learn this language. Language and there's like Duolingo teaches it, so oh. it's like a it's a thing. Interesting, it's a big okay. thing. I mean, I yeah. would never go there, but <laughs> some people do. Um, my grandma, no, it's just like my grandma calls me with some medical stuff, and I was so <laughs> concerned for her things, you know. Right, and I think right. that's like a, a it's just my uh, family based, yeah, like clan based uh, right. societies uh, are kind of unusual sometimes in america i mean it has to come from a specific type of family but uh i do feel like oh if my grandma's like going through some like thing that she's frustrated (laughs) with i'll call my dad and then my dad will call my aunt and my aunt will call me and i'll call my cousin and my cousin will discuss and my brother will get involved too and it's like this thing yeah where you have to like go with your clan and be like clan yeah it's your you gotta turn the ship around yeah yeah (laughs) you gotta go making a fucking stop yeah (laughs) hey and then we'll go to Arcadia, church. Arcadia, yeah. Arcadia. <laughs> Arcadia. We're we're Arcadia. <laughs> I gotta go yell at somebody in Arcadia really quick. I'll be. <laughs> I'll see you an hour later. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> um. So I wanted to ask you. So you've never watched Star Trek: The Next Generation. What did you know before jumping into this episode? What was What was the reference? Like, how did you? Were you like? Ugh. Am I going to like this? Yeah, no. So I've seen like the the hand sign, right? The Star Trek hand sign. Right. Uh, I know, uh, you know, George Takei is a big, you know, he talks a lot about, um, you know, he's a big uh, advocate uh, for, you know, not advocate. I guess he's an activist. He's an activist mm-hmm. for uh, immigrants and trying not to make, you know, like an internment happen again. The camps. Yeah. That the camps. Here. Yeah. So speaking against, you know, the migration, uh, the migrant detention centers that are going on now and being like, Horrifying. hey, it happened to me, you right. know, so let's not make it re- repeat again. So I just know that that's where George Takei is from, is from Star Trek. Yeah. And uh Yeah. That that's that's what I've known honestly, and that it amazing. takes place in space. That's already amazing because um, yeah, a lot of them. Not I don't know if every actor, but at least the people from this cast, yeah, are all very 
united and they all like speak out and you know are very vocal about things and um oh you mean like the actors the actors oh, yeah okay there's okay. like a there's like a signature type of i think actor that you have to be to be on star trek and it's particular i don't know what mm. Woke? <laughs> I don't know. I guess woke or like you have to be kind of mild and s- mannered in certain things because imagine like seven seasons of 26 episodes in like these right. these outfits. I feel like I would go nuts. Um, oh, I as see much what as you I mean. love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a few questions. Like, yes? does that guy always have that those glasses over his eyes? Yes. As an actor. It's like, I was just like, imagine getting a, landing a role like this, you know? Yeah. Be uh-huh. like, yes, I made it. I'm making it to Hollywood to be like, you're going to wear this over your eyes the whole time. <gasps> right? Mm-hmm. And then like mm-hmm. having to act. Like that. I, I was thinking about all the actors and being like, you got a recurring role, okay, yep. but you got wrinkles on your forehead the whole time. And it's like, so respect, yeah. a lot of respect to be like, that is your character. Yes. You yes. Know? And it's one hour long episodes. And sometimes it's like, the seasons are 26 episodes long. So yeah. this is when TV was like, right. that way. Dedicated. Um. So yeah, Worf needs to be called, his call sheet is way earlier just to get the 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 ridges, right, the ridges the latex and the and the and ensign too yeah the row with her little ridges row, yeah uh data i i can't even imagine how many hours he spent on that chair just like getting <laughs> he's like he's, weird yellow right so he's an, he's the android he's an android yeah. but he's also like cold they make him look cold because he's just like the the white paint on his face yes. it's just like a freezing android or something <laughs> like he's turning <laughs> he looks freezing yeah he, he does always looks freezing that's yeah. so funny uh to me i feel like if you touch him it feels like <laughs> yeah like a sweaty but cold yeah also sweaty hand. you can yeah. see the fresh paint on it's his like face glistening. is yeah. glistening and so i was like wow there's a yeah there's a lot respect a lot of dedication yeah. for these looks that sometimes seem like they were arbitrarily chosen right but, they are fully. <laughs> they are arbitrarily what's chosen what's an android look like mm, probably a little wet yeah and cold <laughs> sorry seven seasons <laughs> yes yes uh, the um, the something that I find about the looks, Jordy, you were asking about the visor. Yeah. And so he's blind, right? And so the visor oh, is like uh-huh. something that they added to his brain. So it's a little bit of like uh human body modification thing happening. It's where he can see as, as he, he can see like UV rays, like x-rays, like, I don't know, whatever. Like he can see components of uh Got it. metal components, right. gas, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, he was blind. So the only way to have the visor they established in the first episode of the, of the show is that yeah. he has to have a headache always. So he has to, he has oh, a headache has in a order headache. to like see, see through those, uh, see through glasses, those, those things. So the actor has to wear that thing on his face to act, which is right. crazy because sometimes he has fight sequences. So and crazy. I know. And when he takes them off, he has like fully white. Uh, contact lenses so like Got it. it so he fully can't covers see, his right. eyes to be like oh he's blind yeah jesus christ yeah i mean just like i don't know what he i'll, I'll google him to see what he looks like to right? respect the actor um jordy laforge that is lavar burton and he's great 
Uh, I just wonder, like, his recollection of the of being in the show as an actor must be so weird compared to everyone else's. Cause... Oh, for sure. Everyone has great stories. Remember when this happened? Remember when this happened? Oh, oh, what a handsome guy. He is. Yeah. I uh, know. Respect. LeVar. Yeah. And he's so cute, too. Um, yeah. Everyone has stories about things that happen on set. And he's like, I didn't see a thing. Right. He's like, <laughs> remember when this, like, funny little silent bit happened? And he's like. He's like, oh, mm, no, no, I just had to wail my arms around, <laughs> throw them around because I was supposed to be fighting. Okay, so let's go into this. Let's go into disaster. Um, <laughs> disaster. So it is a bit of an unusual episode. It says season five, episode five, disaster. Let's see. When the Enterprise, when the Enterprise systems are disrupted after hitting a quantum filament, Troy is left in command while Captain Picard is stuck in the turbo lift. Troy is left in command. They say it as it as if it's like a huge part of the plot. In this mm-hmm. description, and mm-hmm. it's because it is. She has never been in command. In fact, this is the only character that does not have, even though she's on the bridge, which right. is where like all the senior officers work. Um, she doesn't have a uniform, mm-hmm. uh, and she's basically a psychologist that they treat as in the show. Mm-hmm. The I think the writers treat her as something a. a, a chip that they can put in the game or not you know they can right. they sometimes like get her in sometimes not she has an accent uh she's an empath so sometimes her powers like mm. of knowing what's going on i feel like are misunderstood by the writers and they tend to underwrite her or like give sure. her dumb lines because otherwise if they write to the top of her intelligence mm-hmm. she would unveil the shitty plot you know I, sure i agree i agree so they dumb her down she's a pretty face she's a she's a pretty face <laughs> but uh within the show they make amazing points with her character about mm. how like psychology is a big thing and therapy is important mm. and how empathy needs to be developed like there's a lot of major things that happen with her character that are super amazing but the the way i think the writers tend to write her is very it just like lacks a lot sure you know okay um yeah. so it's a big deal for her to get in in on the chair and it's a nervous thing for me especially i'm like invested in her <laughs> as a person with an accent uh <laughs> and someone who has had to audition for such dumb things um <laughs> i feel for her and so it's it kind of is a big deal that she's ended ending up in command because she even though she's lieutenant commander yeah. She never even wears the uniform. No. We, and yeah. we don't understand why. It's just because she looks hot. It's just <laughs> stupid. So we start. And at some point, Alice is going to jump in, guys. I know you miss her because she's all jokes. <laughs> oh, going to be a hell of a gymnast. So they're, they start with O'Brien and Keiko discussing. They're about to give birth and they're still fighting about the this name of the baby. Night. That's right. And we decided on Hero. Wait, I've got it. William. <laughs> It's a great name, William O'Brien. It's got a nice ring to it. Oh, oh, it's all right. He's just doing somersaults. Your feel. I love to see a woman. Oh. Gonna be a hell of a gymnast. Being touched by three different men. Sure. One that's cold. Feel it? Yeah. When he's and an not android. Turning, he's kicking just like heavy metal hand. Well, he wants to wake up. At this point, I just wish it were. And over. then one last guy. He's like, to "Can I feel too?" Transport a simulation on the bridge. Bye-bye, Michael. 
because he's Irish and she's no. of Japanese descent. Come on, Jordy. They're like right. Michael and Hero. No. I think she should win. She's carrying the baby. It's not as yeah. hard as you think. I'm telling uh, you. This is a chief medical officer terrific. and chief engineer, and they're just goofing about. <laughs> so this is a setup for the rest of the show, the episode. I am the very model of a modern major general. I've information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. No, I, I can't. Vegetable. I can't. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't get that. Was people. that a foreshadowing? You said. I don't know. At first, though, because okay. I'd never seen it, I was like, "Wow, that that that. Why was that black guy wearing those glasses?" and and also told to sing, you know, and then, <laughs> that's, you know, Here, but that was just, this, sing. <laughs> wow, and this he really doesn't backwards. even want to, you right. know, and then this, it never goes back to the song. Right. I'm sorry. Am I doing this podcast correctly? You we have to watch the whole episode. No, we don't. <laughs> you know what is funny? Um, so my husband has suppository makers. Uh, so it's like a little, a little round thing with holes where he can fill, he can fill them up. And make suppositories. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> can, Good to know. He can make I have hookups. Put, uh-huh. What do you call um, aloe? He can put like aloe uh, in yeah. those little holes uh-huh. and like freeze them. Uh-huh. And that like calms his butt down. Um, That's great. So. <laughs> these things that they're leaning on look like the suppository makers. <laughs> that I have at home. Apparently they're flammable too. So. There, yeah. Captain, I'd like to introduce you is. to the winners of the primary school science fair. So this, this is, is important. Jay Gordon and Patterson. I didn't remember when this episode was gonna like go to the disaster because oh. I watched it a long time ago before yeah. to before today. Right. Um, and then Captain Picard has been established like as a child. She hate he hates children. He oh I see okay. So the second he was in the turbo lift <laughs> with the children, I was like, right. this is one. This is where it goes wrong. Dramatically, that's what it would be. That's okay. Understood. So, so I guess with your three nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Can we see the battle bridge in Torpedo Bay? No, I'm afraid not. But we will be visiting the hydroponics and the astrophysics laboratories. I guess they win the I'm science sure fair. They win a time. little tour with a captain. That's well, right. Because they are the future. I got to say the tension sometimes made it feel like it was going to turn into like sure a swinger party. The yeah. whole thing. The kids. Right. It could potentially. Right. If it went like there, it would be weird, I think. Very proud of our I think fair if winners. it went there. Yeah. Earthquake? Oh my gosh. Was there? Sorry. No, I, I felt a little dizzy too, but then... You did? You did? Jesus Cause Christ. This was, this was shaking just now. I thought that oh maybe... Let me see. Yeah, me too. I'm always like, it's a truck. I think it was just a little one. But Let on, me see. When I have headphones on, Guys, are we recording always... an earthquake live? Earthquake. Yeah, there was a. There was a. Well, that's really small. Jesus. Three magnitude in Little Lake, which is twelve miles away. Oh, just okay. now? No, sixteen minutes ago. So that doesn't make sense. Oh well, maybe, maybe we felt an aftershock that was like really tiny. But this, there... one, this thing was like going like this. Oh, shoot. Well, if we have an earthquake, we it should. Did shake, right? It did shake. We're not crazy. No, this thing was shaking on its own. I didn't bang the table or moved it or okay. we were just like this. A little bit. 
and I got I, I was feeling like a big truck was happening and we're in the fourth story so I don't think <sighs> wow we recorded um we got an earthquake in we got an earthquake in guys Jesus. I mean too bad it's not like well I'm glad we're good we're safe we're great were you here for the earthquakes it's kind of like yes i was here for the earthquakes i was here for both um well i mean we'll talk about it i know yes actually yeah oh yeah on on my podcast yeah. not to make it about my podcast but you know since we're talking about i mean this episode Plug it. make it about disaster, your podcast <laughs> actually this episode the disaster is real shaky yeah and we just felt the shakes ourselves mm-hmm. too so wow so meta. It's real shaky. What do you mean? Like, cause, oh, because people... Because the there's whole things. ship literally shakes yeah. and falls apart. So we have... <laughs> we were talking about um, about how it can turn into a swingers party at any point. And I think it's sure, like, just a little longer pause and suddenly someone yeah. touches someone else. Not to mention... That, yeah, it's just the outfits, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, I, like, sort of the skin-tight outfits. Would you like to... Uh, <laughs> to wear that, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Like I've worn clothes like that before. For one time, my friends got me trying cosplay. Yes, yeah, they put on this like super tight like <laughs> one like, suit on me. Oh, have you cosplay before Star Trek cosplay? Well, maybe? we did for the convention. We oh dressed, yeah yeah we did dress as Captain Picard. Well. You who was Picard? I just Picard is a captain. Yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. Pa- Patrick Stewart. So yeah. I wore his uniform and right. ra- and rank, but it was just me. Oh, got it. And okay. then Alice. I thought maybe you put on a no, no, no. You put on a you know just like a bald uh, skin no. over your no. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, it no. was just me. I mean, I, I already, of course, I would have to be Keiko, I guess. Or the baby in her belly. I'm like, you can be anyone. I can be anyone. <laughs> you can I be want. anyone. That's true. <laughs> in the Star Trek, conven- that's something I like about Star Trek fandom is that there's a lot of diversity. Yeah, in there the is. fandom, there is. That's true. Um, I like the convention. Be- yeah. It was like, I swear, I've never seen. I keep saying body types, but it's like I think it was kind of shocking to me because there was like people of all kinds, like tall very tall or like in wheelchairs or like obese like what mm-hmm. you would consider obese just like cosplaying no matter like without like whatever the costume required they would sure. just do it and be very what i like about it wasn't like seeing it it was seeing how at ease everyone was like it, it felt so everyone felt so comfortable and i was like i could just like run around hallways being like shoo, shoo, shoo. and totally. people would be like yeah man that's the world of cosplay, I think. What do you cos- cosplay as? What do what I do think you, of cosplay as? What, so your friends made you cosplay? Oh, yeah, because I've never done it, but I was in Little Tokyo, and um, someone... Uh, I was in Little Tokyo recently during, like, the cosplay weekend. Mm-hmm. I was just there just as me. Mm-hmm. I was just grocery shopping. I I didn't know there was a cosplay weekend. Oh, okay. So all these people were dressed in cosplay, and... A group of cosplayers came and took a picture with me. Mm-hmm. That was a first. They were like, oh, my God. I don't know what character they thought I was, but that's when I started thinking, oh, my God, like, do I even have to do anything? You know what I mean? What like, were you dressed as? I was just dressed as me, like like pants and a top no. and then just my bangs and short hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. They must have 
thought that I was somebody, that's but that's so never amazing. happened before. So of course, went through an existential crisis because I was like, as a Japanese woman named Atsuko Okatsuka, am I cosplay? You know what I mean? I just like went down a rabbit hole. I was like, <laughs> maybe there's nothing I even have to do. You know what right. I mean? I am a cosplay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, that's why I don't cosplay because I already look like probably five characters or something right. you know what i'm saying uh just with like a blunt haircut that's right. you can get away with something uh but but um so that kind of like pushed me to try it and um oh. i i was uh, do, attack on titan have you seen that animation so there's a series called attack on titan and my friends were like you know this would be the easiest character for you to play um, with your budget and with what you have in your closet. So, uh, it was <laughs> and just your, and your, my same haircut. And then your haircut. Yeah. And then was the, it part of it? Your haircut? I, of course. It's all, it's all yeah. starts in the hair. Yeah. I think it really, honestly, it's a blunt haircut. So you have like, it would start there <laughs> unless you're wearing wigs, I guess. I think with like impressions too. And like, even like with uh, characters, <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of it, you can look like the person you're trying to impersonate. It starts in the hair, mm-hmm. of course. And then there's like, it's in the wig. I understand. Right? Yeah. And then, of course, you have to impersonate them pretty good, too. But right. Um, anyhow, so- I did. That's how I, I fully agree with that. Um, I guess for a woman, because guys just go and do it, right? Uh, <laughs> they do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wig or not wig. Um, but but to me. It was definitely, yeah, hair and makeup, I guess. Hair and makeup, yeah. Makeup could make it happen on its own, but if the hair wasn't there, if the hair is not there, it's not there. That's let's just say that. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So they were just like, so okay, big. Uh, there's a girl with that haircut in the anime world, and uh, they put a, a tight one piece. It kind of looked like a Star Trek. A ship, you know, Ooh. uniform. So that's why I started talking about it. Um, but you know, there's always this energy in the cosplay world, maybe because it is like so, like everyone be yourself, mm-hmm. you know, be, be your best you. But like everyone's wearing like skin tight clothes and being like their best you. I just feel like <laughs> their it's best always <laughs> about to turn into a swing party. Yeah. And that's how I felt with Star Trek too. Cause it's like all these people. It's and it's the end of the world. It's like a disastrous episode where the ship is. Uh, there's so much emergencies happening. Right, people might die. The whole ship might die. Time to fuck. I don't know how everyone wasn't <laughs> fucking or trying I know, to. I know. I feel. I feel the same way. But there's like a. I mean, of course you can't. It's a I family know. show. Uh, I had <laughs> someone, someone that I was dating, take my photos and just like touch me, and then I'd be like. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, it all started hey, with three different dudes touching Keiko's belly. Right. Being like, can I touch your belly? Let me touch your belly. You should name him William. Like, fuck you. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck me. I'm pregnant. Fuck you and fuck me now. I love uh, uh, pregnant women porn, by the way. I'll just say that. Yeah, it's. Out- I've seen it. Yeah. I ju- yeah. I just, I like when it's like <laughs> incoherent. Uh, <laughs> like incoherent porn. Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah, you're like taking it up to a next. Yeah. When it's like, why is this like old guy fucking this like pregnant woman that they clearly have nothing to do with each other? That makes me excited. <laughs> but yeah. Not turned on necessarily, but definitely like, like yeah. anthropologists being like, Whoa. does it excite you the interspecial dating in Star Trek? Not really. Oh, okay. Interestingly enough. Because I also feel like uh, 
uh, pheromones will play a part of it. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what what wharf smells like. I don't know if Klingons would be like like the smell oh, sure. would be appealing to me. Yeah, I didn't. This- I don't see. I wasn't as worried about the smell as much as like the way Worf talks about. Like, if I were giving birth and uh-huh. some some dude was just like push push. Do it, push. You're, this is nothing like the thing I went through on the computer system. I would be like, shut the fuck. Like, I know she was right. when she was trying to give birth uh-huh. while everyone's about to die. Right. <laughs> and the last thing I needed is some dude who, I mean, it's it was almost, it was funny because it was almost like a metaphor for real life. Right. Just like a dude being like, breathe, duh, push. You know, it's just like. Shut up. Yeah. What have you done? Where's the, where's the woman who's given birth before? Bring her. Totally. Like, I, don't, I don't know what you're doing here. Oh, I know. One time. Oh, it was this thing. See, it helps that I know that. Um, I know that he's supposed to be of a different place. But, uh, oh, when the ship, like, when she started having contractions mm-hmm. for the first time. And he just goes, he just goes, this is not a good time right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But See, what's, <laughs> what's crazy is I know dudes that would say that. Oh, like human dudes. No. They would be like, hey, this is not a good time Who right now. Who are these dudes? Who are they? Just like not fully developed. Yeah, th- those are not fully developed. Saying things that are like, no shit. <laughs> but can you not do it when like there's a baby coming out? Or, you? yeah, you gotta, um, you gotta leave. So what oh. happens? He, Picard's trapped in the elevator with some children. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. We're back. Jordi and Crusher <laughs> are... This is just me being like... I want to be at some point of this episode when Alice comes here. <laughs> There's like some <laughs> movement forward. Although this is like movement... For, I was going to skip to that side, oh, but I then, went too far out. No, okay. that's okay. We can do whatever, literally. Here we are back. Okay. Um, Emergency. So Crusher and Jordy are in uh, some kind of basement practicing songs for no reason. No... N- makes no sense. Um, right. We don't know if he's going on to Broadway. We don't know if he has dreams of something else other than the ship, but she's making him sing. She's forcing him to Vegetable, sing. Vegetable. And he's like, I hate this. <laughs> I'm a major dinner all the dinner dinner dinner. No, that's a thing I used to do for for dialect um, <laughs> practicing for American standard American. So we have the people in ten forward with Keiko who's pregnant. We have Captain Picard with the children in the turbo lift. We have Troy, O'Brien, and then Ensign Row in the on the bridge with mm-hmm. another ensign. Mm-hmm. And um, suddenly something hits. The guys cannot. Nothing. They have no communication between each other. They cannot move from where they're at. Uh, and things look pretty dire, right? Yeah. As I as I see it. And then what happens? Well, here's what happens. Troy to sick bay. Council of Troy to Captain Picard. Troy to engineering. Councillor Troy, to any crew member, please acknowledge. <laughs> Medical team to the bridge. The computer's down. It looks like we still have impulse power, but not much else. Lieutenant Monroe. Lieutenant Monroe didn't make it far. Lieutenant Monroe was... fully... Chief poor. O'Brien, the turbo lifts aren't working. Burns. We're trapped up here. Monroe's gone. And now the children are crying. Are you... Are you children all right? 
That's hilarious, like, sound effect of children crying. Clearly not the children on the... <laughs> I know. They're like, we should have never left school. <laughs> so they establish they cannot communicate. Now listen to me. No one here is going to die. Her outfit is lit. The bridge will yeah, be sending love the pink. Love the full pink. So, I want you all to stop crying. Everything is going to be all right. Way to, way to do it. Because, <laughs> of course, Picard is like... It's just this like a bad hang with a grandma. So Picard is no range. kids. No, no kids. kids doesn't like them. Need because they cry. <laughs> and the kids love him, of course. Of course. He's like the only grandpa on the ship, you know. Most of our systems are down. So Ensign Road shows up. take anybody off the bridge. Well, don't count on leaving through there an emergency bulkhead closed just beneath that lift. Confinement mode. Right, isolation protocol. I'm, um, not really familiar with that protocol. If the computer so senses a hull breach, it automatically closes emergency bulkheads to isolate the breach. Until we can clear those bulkheads, we'll be cut off from the rest of the ship. I have partial sensors back online. Mandel. I love this like new black guy on the bridge. He's not regularly there, so oh, I love that not. they have a guest star. Up oh, I'm so glad. Throughout the Me too. It's like a relief. And, and his eyes are his eyes are forward. visible. Forward. Yeah. My wife's there. Uh oh. He has to make an important I'm decision. Sorry, the readings are not that specific. Can you scan the drive section? I'm not reading any life signs in the drive section. Oh, could the sensors be malfunctioning? There's no way to know. Without the main computer, I can't run a full diagnostic. So far, I think I am the theater kids. Roger <laughs> and Jordy just counselor. trying to say songs. I think that's <laughs> what... <laughs> that would be me. I want to be that little boy. I can't tell we'll talk about that later. Yeah, the one that just gets... Because I would be so scared in this situation. I just want to be the keeper of the radishes. <laughs> I think that's a good, a good way, way to start. Also, she you cannot talk to kids like that these days. They're too smart. They're too, like, smarty pants. They look at you like you're a fucking idiot. They'll they, be like, oh, the keeper of the radishes for real, Grandpa? Like, I already studied it. Like, I know there's no radishes on this shit. I know, I know. It's, I know it's because you think I can't do shit. It's mortifying. <laughs> My best friend's children are 11 months old, and they, she just, like... They go for the phone and like the remotes. Yeah. It's just like, they and so to... turn the, they turn on the TV and I'm like, but you don't know how to walk. Yeah. It's like wild. Or yeah. she like takes corn and like has full blown like phone conferences on the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, imagine this, this is an That's 11 month though. baby. Like the, right. imagine at like seven years old. Yeah. Yeah. Who even knows what technology they're dealing with? Like that comes like a second nature for them. Oh, she knows. They know. And they, they know how, when you're trying to trick them. Yeah. They know. Cause like, we're dinosaurs. I was like, that kid knows that there's no, he's like, you're the keeper of radishes. Yep. You're calling me a wuss. It's because I look scared. Hi. How are you? Guys, I have, Hi. I have major news. Major. Alice major. has entered the room with drama face. Hi, Alice. <laughs> she is in a Welcome. drama. I scared everyone thinking there was an earthquake. Oh, yeah? But yeah. maybe there wasn't. <laughs> maybe there wasn't. Oh. I don't know. We all felt shaky, let's just say. 
I didn't feel it. Okay. Well, I guess I was in a car, though, which has shocks. Apparently, people say that in cars you can feel it more. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. Let's, I'm so hi. sorry. I'll Good catch you up, you. Alice. Good to see you. Yeah, catch me up. Never seen Star Trek. Could potentially become a fan. <laughs> Wait, are we still in our show? Hardcore. We're in our show. <laughs> yeah, we're in our show so, right now. Oh my God. At one. Right. Hi. Um, You're high? I am too. Oh, I, nice. I feel just like... I feel high, but I have not high. Anytime I have too much headphone on. Do you need headphones? Oh. <laughs> you pass me a headphone. <laughs> just like, just here, girl, I gotcha. I gotcha, girl. Pass you the headphones. Do you like feeling like this? No. No? Like in control? I, what I like is is that... Normally it's me. I had, heard, I had heard. It's make, it makes me... I had heard. It makes me more a human <laughs> in her eyes. Gotcha. <laughs> it, makes, <laughs> it makes her more compassionate. Slightly. So I'm here like, hi. <laughs> Welcome. You can come in. It's okay. It's okay, baby. She's showing me. We got this. Done. Yeah. How, how like a late person should be treated. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. What do you want me to Look get? Look at this. Oh my god. I know. I know. Guys, so this is close. visual and it's not Shopping. fun for you, but you just endure it. Endure it, guys. Oh, gorgeous. This is kikiriki. And it's like that. <laughs> kikiriki. I, it's like not that expensive, right? No, it's, like, that, it's like on Broadway, right? It's like should not exist. Yeah, well, are you all stop going sign to dress. a How I'm going. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? <laughs> oh, I'm, I have to go to New I'm York. I'm just showing her a store that someone showed me and I knew that she would enjoy. And oh, she's going yeah. to New York and that store is there. And I have to buy clothes for my press junket. Here you go, baby. There she is. Look at this. My junket. You can look do at, anything. Look what's happening. <gasps> wow, you're like already, you're ready to you're fucking already go. on this. You're yeah. already like... For the listeners, I just flashed all the women in the office oh, with the yeah, um, neon on neon, neon bra that I'm wearing. Like... Yes. <clears throat> yes. This Love is like it. Rihanna last year. You can be yeah. that for mm-hmm. cheap. I can be Rihanna last year for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you can be Alice this year. You know, for expensive. That too? <laughs> for expensive. <laughs> That's um, just. This is amazing. So doing things. We're different. at the point where, like Troy, I already explained all of Troy. Uh-huh. What it They're means. Really Picard with I, the children. So this is actually we're in this part of the season where um these are the best I these are some of my favorite episodes. I really love season five. It's probably my favorite. And I I love that they finally did an episode because even though we are on a spaceship and we've been on a spaceship for four seasons, we haven't had enough like I don't know, apocalyptic like oh my god everybody's gonna die and like one of those situations where it's really like 
oh, like all the characters that you know and love are in trouble in a way and you can't figure – they they all have some life or death situation that they need to deal with, yeah. you know, and – um. And so I think this is a really creative approach to that. And uh, yeah, and it just, it's like, it gives you so many hits. And I wonder like how they Have, decided to get Troy in command at all. Like what what was the thought process behind it? Like, It's funny to me that the life or death situation on the bridge is that Troy is in charge. It's like, okay, well, it's not that bad. She seems fine, you know? She's right. She's been on the bridge in hours yeah. and hours. She's mm -hmm. logged them in. Yeah. So she's probably heard a lot and like knows a lot. Also, she's a lieutenant commander, so. Yeah, that's right. And so I, I think in the beginning when she goes... You know, they're like, well, Troy is commander and that's who is uh, ranking here. And she gets this look on her face like of pure terror. It's right here. <laughs> But I, I can't tell where they are. We need to start emergency procedures. Who's the duty officer? Lieutenant Monroe was in command, but she's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe Counselor Troy is the senior officer on the deck. And Rose Counselor like, Troy? no. She carries the rank of lieutenant commander. She's also right there. Right. I know. I'd, uh, <laughs> I can see you. I'd appreciate some suggestions. I recommend we initiate emergency procedure. I love Alpha the danger music when it's her. <laughs> place all systems on manual override. Very well. Aye, aye, sir. The aye, aye, sir, and I then her face. I suggest that our next priority be to stabilize life support and to try and reestablish intership communications. Yes. Mr. Mandel, I'd like you to assist on some role. Yes, sir. And she worried. And then me. worried face on the. But she's her a bridge officer, so you were saying her face is like, "What's the deal with my rank? <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Do I get a uniform yet?" So here's, yes, right, yeah, exactly. I didn't. I understand. I, I was told she's never had a uniform. No, yeah. she's kind of like. Never. She's kind of like it's not, so. I the looks and the my psychologist read on this is that she doesn't request. She doesn't want a uniform. Oh. Like my idea of that, and I think that that's like one alternate. That's her being idealistic. One alternate reading is that like she doesn't want a uniform. Well, it it would be ridiculous for them to not give a bridge officer a uniform if they wanted one. That's crazy. Yeah. In the 24th century, mm. like it's, it's doesn't make any sense. She's also, not a slave. She doesn't a, like, she's right. a bridge officer. She yeah. not only should have the uniform for when people call in and not, you know, they have communications with external people, but she should know enough. She should be tr fully trained in like bridge operations just in case everyone dies. Except I her. felt that it was like her bedazoid, like, I want to wear something comfortable because most of my job is talking to people. Right. And I want to seem like a really, um, I want to seem like somebody who's super impartial and not like if sure. somebody wants to talk shit about the uh, the Federation, right? For instance, they they want to do it to a person wearing full uniform, right? Like Normal. a military. Say there's like a military psychiatrist, like that person wouldn't wear like epaulets and shit. You'd want to have a person just wearing a t-shirt or a a, right. a button down or something like that, right? Well, Except yeah. So so her version of a button down is that purple thing, <laughs> purple that, jumps, that, that casual jump Fridays, right. always casual Fridays. Like, unitard. Exactly. She refuses to live in a different day, <laughs> right? Than Friday. She's me going out on like a really special occasion, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> is this what you brought, Atsuko, for the? No, actually, Veronica. I brought them. Brought them. This yeah. wasn't for the game. I was a little late and I was no, like, let I me have other just things get for the game. 12 cookies. Okay. This is for later. The game is later. Okay. In a sweet. different podcast. 
Okay, sweet. <laughs> um, um, so what was your favorite? What are your favorite things about this episode, Alice? Oh my god. I, I don't even like I stunt. stunt. We can continue. I stand so hard. Data's head. Well, I don't want to get to them before we get. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. Go. No, I accidentally started doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're only five minutes in. I don't want to. You know, but it is so okay. This scene is fantastic because Danny Solomon pointed this out to me. Um, watch what Keiko does. I've surveyed all the turbo lifts and service crawlways on this deck. Access to the bridge. Oh, actually, this might be not. By emergency it might be in a later scene. Sick bay. Heavy damage to section. I'm like, wow, an amazing scene of pool expo. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, yeah. It's not that scene. So this is Jordy and Doctor Crusher in the cargo bay. <laughs> they were rehearsing some theater play. In the That's fucking right. cargo Force bay. Skeleton? It was Crusher forcing. Yeah, we can try. There's an emergency. Jordy to sing. Sing. <laughs> So, Where? there's a plasma fire. Uh-oh. What you're hearing is the sound of a plasma fire. Uh, it's very green. But I think we've got a new problem. I think we got a new problem. One of the energy conduits must have ruptured and ignited the polyduranide inside the bulkhead. That's a plasma fire. It's putting out a lot of radiation. We can't stay here much longer. Yeah, but we've got a bigger problem than that. Boratum in those containers is used in emergency thruster packs. It's normally pretty stable stuff, but when you expose boratum to radiation, as a way of exploding. <laughs> uh oh. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like it's um neon. Dirty Crusher! Dirty Crusher! <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Uh, outer wonder, space. We're gonna go oh, space. When the plasma explodes <laughs> in the turbo vehicle. <laughs> nice. Wait. So okay. knowing that that thing is there, that plasma, the radiation mm-hmm. thing that could possibly go. Why are those cargo things in there? Knowing that that can happen. Well, see, like that's the kind of thing. <laughs> I, I would have moved those to another room where there isn't a radiation neon green thing. My uh, sure. my. Assessment is that anywhere on the ship, a plasma fire can occur. Oh, like I there see. is and no it just happen yeah, to be. You're just in a basically like a, in this a flammable thing. plasma engine. Um, essentially, everywhere you go, so they have to put them somewhere, you know. Right, and they're sealed. But the the danger of radiation being emitted anywhere from the ship is really high. I mean, the worst place they could put it is right next to the engine, the um the warp core. Right but, or humans, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I yeah. Like, well, I mean, I those, just... <laughs> that flammable, the the things in the in oh. the yellow things, right? That they have to put it somewhere, right? But I guess the place where they put it is the place where they can easily shoot it out into space, which is what happens. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. So in this scene, um, I think we don't need to watch the entire no. like. But what eventually happens is that uh, this is what we were talking about: Picard assigning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they shoot out the things into space. Okay, I'll finish. <laughs> oh, the children. So, this is California right now. <laughs> the future. What was that? I don't know. With the earth bikes. Yeah, so Picard's stuck in a, a turbo lift with three kids, which is his nightmare. Um, Picard famously does not like children. And 
one of the reasons he doesn't like children is because, as illustrated by this scene, they suck. They're like, we're gonna die immediately, <laughs> and they're the worst. And just sobbing, so and sobbing, and crying. sobbing immediately. Well, Marissa, I want her outfit for just life. Me. You're the eldest, and so that makes you my number one. Now, if that were true, I think Beverly would be his number one. Wait, who's the oldest? Who's on the actual Enterprise? Beverly. I think Beverly oh, would Guinan. be. Oh, Guinan. No, Beverly. Well, Guinan, yeah. Guinan is like older than him. So that's not how number one works, but whatever. So he <laughs> charms these kids and then he makes. Number one. Don't you think that Jay. He makes the other make kid a science, science officer. officer. What do you say? And then this Bam. kid's like. I want to be an officer too. I shall appoint you my executive officer in charge of radishes. And that kid is so stupid that he's like, yay! (laughs) He's into it. Well, he's old timey. I was telling Veronica that's the role I want as the keeper of radishes in this situation where I have to be brave. You know, and like I wouldn't even care that it's because he's telling me I'm a wuss and I'm useless. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, please. Keeper of radishes, thank you very much. But you were much. saying that <laughs> if you tell that to a kid nowadays, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, oh man, what are you saying?" Yeah, yeah, oh, they'll be you. like, "I know there aren't radishes on this ship." They'll be I like, "No." <laughs> it's just like I don't even know if they would talk, take the time to explain why you're so dumb. I think right. they're just like, "Ugh," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I know you know better things. You're better." I know. He'd be like, "Fuck you, old man." I like, want to oh be captain. <laughs> yeah, totally. You want to be captain? This bitch, I'm captain. Yeah, you're like, I know oh how my God, radishes kids are insane. work. There ain't no soil here. Yeah. <laughs> so then we they assign this these guys go and look for solutions in they the do. in the pipes. They look for solutions in the pipes. The Asian levels in the paratum. So, um, 83 rads. Here. It's a good idea. We'll buy us some time. So you they know, we're going to have to do this by hand. With all the radiation floating around in here, we can't trust the anti-grav units. Painstakingly moving these giant <laughs> Giant, Suppository yeah. makers. There. That's right. Just so I just read that <laughs> they had O'Brien and Roe working together in the bridge with with Troy because they were setting up already DS9 and they knew that Roe and O'Brien may go into DS9. Wow. So they wanted to chemistry test these two characters together. Fantastic. Isn't that crazy? I like them together. Uh, due to the fact they were both planned to transfer to Deep Space Nine, the <clears> producers <throat> wanted to see how well the two characters work together. Mm. Oh, that's so While cool. Ryan will m- indeed move over, the character of Kieran Reese was created in place of Bro. Mm. When actress Michelle Forbes declined the offer. Wow. I wouldn't this have for the new series. <coughs> it's a bad idea. I wish she hadn't declined. Well, I'm already in the show. <clears throat> I'm already like a. Once you land at Star Trek, I feel like that's what who you are the rest of your life. Probably. Exactly, that's a really good point. So what like else are you gonna up. do? Like like Picard, like Patrick Stewart eventually was like, oh yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Like I want to do, I want to be Captain Picard. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great character. It's a great character. Yeah, and, and he it was changed able to people's do- lives. Yeah, you know, of if if there's anything important I want to do with my career, it should be this. And he's still choosing to be Picard. He's yeah. there's a new Picard show coming out. Yeah. No. With Patrick Stewart. Well, I it's... gotta, I gotta finish season five first. Yeah, you should <laughs> and then watch. Start on one. Yeah. Through four. <laughs> you no, can, I'll man. be there. The, I'll get there. Season one, he's so skinny <laughs> and young, and then season seven, he looks exactly the same, just a little like wider. Ooh. But I think Patrick Stewart is some of those faces that are like, he was like old looking at thirty, 
Mm-hmm. And now he's just stayed the same. Yeah. He's like age early and stayed the same. Yeah. I don't know. Shocking. Yeah. He went growth hormone. Yeah. (laughs) Let me get some of that. He doesn't. Yeah. But he, um, he's still hot, but also you won't be able, you won't need to watch all of like, I'm, I'm assuming with the Picard, with the new show Picard, as well as, uh, Discovery, you can jump in. I like it's not in. like you'll may you'll be missing some details, but it's like some you won't... golden nuggets. But it's just yeah. about enjoyment of the fans. It's a you new know? show, yeah. in a sense. You know what I mean? So you can jump in. They'll give you a they'll I like help you that. Out. Yeah, it's a okay. whole new crew. They won't leave you. I jumped into this yeah, you and jumped. I was like, Oh my god, this is so stressful. Not hard. I can only imagine <laughs> what the next episode's gonna be like. No, but this is one of the more stressful episodes, I think. Yeah, disaster. There's I mean, some diplomatic it's in the title. episodes, you yeah. know. Right. Right. Just before the second time we were here. Some about See the moral distortion. conundrums. Yes. 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 How big is a quantum filament? Well, it could be hundreds of meters long, but it has almost no mass, which makes it very difficult He's to He's talking about his dick. So, it's <laughs> like a cosmic string. Excuse me. No. No. A string? That's a completely Ew. different phenomenon. No. No. Magnum. No, more like a cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> cosmic shaft. <laughs> How did you do that? Cosmic. I diverted power from the phaser array, Dick? and I dumped it into the engineering control system. You what? Engineering stations online, counselor. But th- that's a completely improper procedure. You can't just dump that much raw energy into a bridge terminal without. We are blowing- not going to get out of this by playing it safe. What is our engine status, Ensign? We've got half impulse power available. But I'm getting some odd readings from the warp drive. I'm reading a spike in the warp field array. Those colors are amazing. The Looks like lobbing deviation. The palette. Switch is... to primary bypass. Oh. Nothing. Field strengths are 40% and falling. We've got a problem. The quantum resonance of the filament caused a polarity shift in the antimatter containment field. When the filament hit us, the ship was momentarily charged, as if it had come in contact with a live electrical wire. That weakened the containment field surrounding the antimatter pods. The field strength is at 40% and it is still falling. If it falls to 15%, the field will collapse and we'll have a containment breach. Which means? Which means the ship will explode. She should know Gosh, those terms. the whole episode is just everyone mansplaining to her. Yeah, so she should Women that. and women are mansplaining her. <laughs> well, I just, I guess, yeah, I mean, I'm, I was new to it, so I was just like, wow, just like, let her talk, yeah. guys. <laughs> I mean, she should she knows, know yeah. what a containment breach is. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And so they're like, hello, yeah, where yeah. have you been? And she's So like, their attitude is warranted, I think. I see. It's like, hey, man, really? Like... Why would somebody, nobody should be able to get to lieutenant commander in, right. in the Federation without knowing what a containment breach is. And then is. now she's the one leading the situation. So it is upsetting. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, but it's like the writers gave her that ignorance. You know what I mean? Which is right. why I'm upset. Where it's like, okay, come on now. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous to imagine that she's a lieutenant commander not knowing what a containment breach is. Yeah, they they kind of address this l- later when she she takes she decides to graduate in command uh, finally, and mm-hmm, so there's right. like a few things that she hasn't done, like a final test, like the bar exam, and so she goes and take it, and there's like a full episode about that. Got it. And eventually, okay. she just wears the uniform for the rest of the show. But uh, I think 
maybe fans like spoke out about it. I don't know what happened yeah. historically with this. Um, but I would have been like, come on. Yeah. Come I on. See. I see. Come on. Give her a little more. That's how, but they're, I guess I, they're trying to make her more like the audience. Like if, if Ro, who's like a very strong, has a strong personality and like abrasive and, and O'Brien who has that accent, Uh-huh. Be talking to me about about like uh-huh. oilings and and fields and shit, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay. So what do I tell you? I don't know. Um. <clears throat> all right. So Picard is now discovering that the turbo lift that they're in is about to fall down the shaft. So he's got to, he's got to make a plan. So he's talking to these babies. This is the last episode aired before Gene Roddenberry's death. Oh. What about you? My ankle is broken. I will just slow you down. You need to move quickly. Now you are the leader. And that's an order. I love that the girl is a leader. We have to climb up the shaft. I want to stay here with you, Captain. Patterson, you're an officer. You have to obey orders. I don't want to be an officer anymore. I want to stay here with you. If hmm. the captain says I want to cuddle you, that's what I would want to do. Die. We don't have time to argue. You must go now. How old was I? Was I like that age? Let's see. You were at one point. 91. Sixteen <laughs> of August in 91. The crew has decided to stick together. Look at this. Yeah. We all go or we all stay. Yeah, I was about that age. I was little. I mean, we were all little. Very little. All right. At one point. I'll try. Like if I got... I But could I have been casted there. This is mutiny. No, maybe I was too little. No, number one. Look at that control panel. So they take no, some cords out of the wall. So <laughs> fucking Picard is was about to sacrifice his own life and be like, bye-bye. Like, right. really? <laughs> like, you have to be a little <laughs> suicidal. But uh, <laughs> Something they proposed, uh, the writers were like, Let's pitch Data's head coming off, and yes. they're probably going to reject it. And then the showrunners were like, okay, let's write it, even though they're never going to let us do it. And so it was like a big thing that they didn't think it was ever going to happen. And they, Why, I wonder? I don't know. Really? I don't know. Because um, it's hard to shoot, probably. They'd have to, re- they'd have to finagle. So Michael left the room, and we were looking at different elements that they didn't record in the power tube in particular. And somebody said, "What if Riker takes Data's head off?" And then he came <laughs> back and said that, and he was like, "Okay, let's just try it, but no one's gonna let us do it." And then they they all think it's amazing they got away with it. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe they've tried to do something else to Data before, and they it was rejected or yeah, something. like I bet I bet it was a shooting thing. Like it's hard to shoot uh, just a talking head. Like they're like, okay, well. You know, they're going to say no or like logistically, we have too much going on in this episode effects wise. So they're like, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's such a good and it's such a famous moment from the show. Like, um, so uh, this scene is what I was talking about with Keiko. So they're all hanging out. Uh, Worf is taking care of people. (laughs) In 10 forward. Empathetic Worf. He sets this guy's bone and the guy's like. Good. Good. You bore that well. (laughs) <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to rewind this again. Did you see it? Yep. So Keiko goes up to somebody who's just sitting there with a bloody face and a napkin next to it. And she and she goes, here. And she puts her fucking napkin to her face. And she's like, do this. 
<laughs> That's Keiko's nursing skills. I don't know. It's like the funniest thing in the world. I gotta watch it again. It's like, good. Good. You bore that well. There you go. Hey, there you go. Oh, she's, it's already in her hand. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Keiko? I missed that. All right. Granted, she is having... You're so lost. It's two inches away from your out. hand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh-huh. no, no, here is the Band-Aid, and here's your face. See how like, they're, like, almost touching? She's already showing mother Alice, skills. Alice, help me this Motherhood. cookie. Just like this. I'm like... Oh, it's, you know, it's go, it goes like this. Like, there you go. Oh, oh yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, it's wow. awesome. Wow. Yeah. Now, I have to talk to the microphone. Help me out. Okay. So I'm talking. Thank you. Um, So, uh, she's got a whole baby that's about to come out. Yeah. But the other lady doesn't. I love love Keiko's outfit. She's just so dumb. She needed help. I'm having contractions. And now we get this. I believe that is not uncommon in the late months of pregnancy. No, I mean contractions. I'm going into labor. You cannot. This is not a good time, Keiko. It's not open for debate. I am fucking shipping Look, these two. It's coming. Oh. Oh. Who would you rather want? Worf just looks around. <laughs> Who would you rather really want to be your nurse, Worf or Keiko? Oh my god! In an emergency situation, I want them both. They're such a good good cop, bad cop. They're literally the opposite people. Worf is like, "Don't do it now. Yeah. Impossible." And Stop she's bleeding. Like, Here's the two inches napkin. Yeah, like, this is like micromanaging, and it's true. You need both. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Like uh, Worf is so frantically looking around because he's like, "No, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me." And then he does. He delivers a baby, and it's so fantastic. It's like Worf. They, I feel like they're finally starting to discover Worf's like really funny you know like <laughs> Michael Dorn is a, like a funny actor and that like this character could be more hilarious they don't push it as much as they should but um, I feel like it's good in this scene so um, let's go to this bitch you want to see this bitch this bitch also damaged if that coupling overheats the field strength could drop a lot faster we could have a containment breach in a matter of minutes I love that they went to the bridge meeting suggest? room yeah. for what we should separate understand. the saucer now. All the chairs and are empty. as much distance as possible between us and the drive section. Like, we all need to Excuse be sitting me, down sir. for this. Why did they go to the... blooded What about the people down there? There's no evidence that anyone is still alive in the drive section. No evidence they're dead either. If you were trapped down there, would you like us to cut you loose and just leave? No, of course not. But I also wouldn't expect the bridge crew to risk the safety of the ship and hundreds of lives in a futile effort to rescue me. I fucking love these two together. Like, if they're chemistry testing them yeah. to be both working together, I, I love them. I'd be, like, approved. I'm so also surprised that they're developing DS9 on season five. I thought it was later. You said there was no way to stabilize the containment field from the bridge. Could it be done from engineering? Yes. Genius plan. But my readings indicate mm. there's no power down there. They don't even have monitors to tell them there's a problem. Could we divert energy from the bridge to those monitors? Yes, sir. I will say it again. There is no reason to believe that anyone is still alive in engineering. We're wasting time even talking about this. We have to separate the ship now. I believe there are still people alive down there. And I'm going to give them every chance. Assuming they're alive, they'll be hoping there's someone up here who can help them. So we'll help them. Yeah, like, assume they're alive, right? Very empathetic. Well, also, it's like that's what you'd want to do because then you won't die. Because if they don't save the containment field... I remind you, Counselor. Oh, they would die anyway. power coupling could overheat at any moment. 
By not separating the ship now, you could be responsible for all our deaths. Thank you, Pencil. So, proceed. I wonder if, if Troy was to, like, she graduates captain. What? Who would be Troy's ideal first officer? Data? Data's cat. Like that? <laughs> <So> we both <laughs> went somewhere. Spot. Data's head? Data's, Data's head. head. Yeah. Data's dick. Data's bot. Data's just Data's Data's neck. Data's cold dick. <laughs> you Data. think he can warm it up if he wanted to? How does his leg do with uh, thermal <laughs> currents? <laughs> <laughs> just, I just need a man's leg that will like stop, yeah. just stop things. Yeah, and then I can walk through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would be ideal for that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And he looks cold and wet while How's doing your leg it. At also, he's very current. strong. He can move anything out of your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would say Picard would be a good number one because imagine Picard but without all the stress. How could Ooh, fun? <laughs> I think you know would, what I mean. I think he would but slowly get into into captain's chair. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's too strong. Okay, well, maybe. Um, I like that. Maybe wrote, Marissa. My fantasy is maybe that wrote Troy like opposite. Ooh. Sickening. Yeah, I know. Sickening. I like that a lot. I like, why didn't we have that Star Trek? Yeah. Where is it? Dude, well, what if Jordy was your discovery. number one and like you ended up going on all these goofy science missions all the time? And like making him rehearse theater. Yeah. Making him rehearse like. Be the singer that he wants to <laughs> not be. <laughs> He's like, I hate this. Um, meanwhile, all the little kids in the tube are getting scared. So um, they. Picard, Look at those cool boots. Picard makes them sing a song. Let's see. This is all about musical. This what is like need. about it's how the when there are no exits, being a theater Marissa, kid is, is good for you. you sing at school? <laughs> mm, it seems you. you're like, I know. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> the kids these days, am I right? I Jacques. The laughing book. I know. I this crazy I French school. thing that makes Madison? no sense. Wait, it's a song you know about falling, isn't it? Lon- the London Why does Bridge this child falling? That's weird that I know that because I'm much more familiar with the um the laughing Vulcan and his dog. Dormevo. Oh, this is also hundreds and hundreds of years <laughs> I realized old. I learned that, that I've just realized I was thinking singing the wrong song. What were you singing? I thought it was London, London. Bridge is Falling. That's the same tune, right? Is it London Bridge is Falling? Falling down, falling down. So well, many they're trying not to fall. folks. I don't That's know why I was like, said. oh my God, Star Trek is so meta. They're trying not to uh, fall, oh. but they're singing about falling. That's crazy. But then it's uh. probably about morning bells are ringing, right? I don't know French. I was like, look. It seems like you really know French. Uh, Keiko is <laughs> wearing one of those Ricky Ticky. Ricky Ticky Ticky. Ricky Ricky. Keiko Ricky. quickly took a trip Outfits. to Ricky Ticky before she gave birth. <laughs> She's like, I can't give birth She's warp like, unless I'm wearing neon. I'm five hours away from giving birth. I have time so they have these few pieces. Only 30 seconds apart. Polyester <sighs> uniform. Has gone to seven That's like half the microplastics on in the ocean. That did not take long. It's that sad <laughs> up. It's, up. it's hurting me. <sighs> you are doing very well. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure the child will arrive soon. I was saying, I know human men that talk like that. <gasps> I've like, broken up with baby them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, you don't comfort me at all. Turned. 
<laughs> so the head is down. Dr. Crusher told me a few days ago that it hadn't. She wasn't worried because I still had a month to go. I'm not certain. Can't you tell? Morph, <laughs> have you ever done this before? Delivered a baby? Yes. Oh. No. I took the Starfleet Emergency Medical Course. In a computerized simulation, I assisted in delivery of a human baby. Sometimes it doesn't go by the book, Morph. Uh, uh. I am sure everything will be fine. Uh. Once the air is vented. That's question. how, like, my last person that broke my heart was like that. I'd be like, and I am going through it. And they'd be like, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. You broke like, up with Worf. Thank you. I wonder why um, <laughs> Worf... Oh, done. Easy. <laughs> I wonder... Worf? So they all know how to deliver a baby. All they the should answer all know that her. question. Like, they're in Starfleet, which means they all took this exam, which means they all know how to deliver a baby. That's what we say about Troy as well. She should know yeah, exactly. how to be on the oh, bridge. Sure, That's a good sure, point. Sure. Yeah. But Worf was the one that got <laughs> they were like, Worf would be great though. for human tasks. For, for human birth. For this. No, what I'm saying is I think they all did it. I think they all did the same course. Right, but like, none of them fucking stepped up to help. But the one <laughs> all, that all the That's other right. ones, there's a million other people in yeah, this bridge who except are for all the guy officers. who can only gaslight you while you're trying to push a baby out. <laughs> are you sure? Are you are you sure it's a baby? Are you sure it's a baby? <laughs> are you sure you're you're really contracting? Seems like you're in pain, but are you really in pain or is it just you're allowed, allowed yeah. lady? Like, so are you saying there are other people that could have done this, but he's the one that stepped up? <laughs> I feel so. like cheek cut uh, woman can be cheek like, cut woman. she can walk. She's like, probably. I may not know what's going on with my face. Yeah, but I took the exam help. too, and I will not be questioning you the right. whole time. This is not like mall <laughs> attendees. You know? This is like Starfleet people. This is not just like people who are shopping. Mall attendees. <laughs> They're not just shopping. Excuse me. Day. Um, all, ma- all the mall, all mall attendees, <laughs> please file uh, to Ricky Ticky. <laughs> wait, wait, all- mom, wait. It's for everyone. All mall attendees, please file to Ricky Ticky to us. reclaim your tickets <laughs> That's us. for the mall event. That's us. That's everyone. <laughs> yeah, you say Veronica. <laughs> so there you go, uh, Crusher and and Jordy. I th- I wish they would have kept like just rehearsing whatever they were yeah rehearsing. just like well we're out of time so Exhale. next our hands and feet will get cold then numb she's talking about theater <laughs> capillaries on the exposed sections of the skin may burst sounds That's like what fun. happens when you go on stage we will have about 15 seconds of useful consciousness one two then three about four, 10 four, seconds five, six, of extreme disorientation then we pass out she's talking about okay. rehearsing cats once the air is evacuated <laughs> one of us is going to need to get to that panel <laughs> to repressurize the bay all of it sounds like a terrible and idea. And they don't have tech support. We're ready. He's like, I know, they give it zero. <laughs> they're not like, they're like, eh, let's do it. <laughs> this is sick. How are they so, going to do this? They open the space garage door. Which, this is so cool that you can just open the door, but, but there's an a invisible force field. Got it. Oxygen in space is, it's really, I don't know if you know this, but it smells like farts, so you can't. No idea. (laughs) You can't inhale or exhale. It's so farty. And you cannot smoke a cigarette. (laughs) Don't light up. 
you're gonna resist the temptation to light up. <laughs> it's just like, I just don't, what are you doing? <laughs> I just had one left and I was like, we talked about this. <laughs> and now there's no oxygen at all. Right. And so they've, they're holding their breath. Right. Thank God that capillary thing didn't happen right. to the hands. Thank God none of the stuff that they talked about <laughs> happened. <laughs> and now they're just like, do you want to rehearse again? Yeah. That's now that we have the space. These actors are like, this is basically when you're like a child and you're playing with your friends. Yeah, that's like, true. That's <laughs> <laughs> or you're like, or, or like this. <laughs> That's Ooh, I know. What you watch Never played that. Did you game. watch Midsummer? No, no, I did not. If no. you like, if you like very creepy shit, it's so creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh I my god, it. we talked about it last episode too. Oh no, I have we keep not. talking about it. And the Patreon, and the Patreon. Oh, we talked about the Patreon. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a we did... Aladdin person, but <laughs> okay. I, that's what I watched recently. Yeah, it's not going to have a lot of overlap. So you wait, you saw the whole movie, uh, Aladdin? Yeah, yeah, the new yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, with grand my grandmother, <laughs> and um, she talked at the screen the whole the whole the whole broad daylight screening with kids. Any English word she recognized, she repeated it back to the screen out loud. That's it. Amazing. <laughs> that's so amazing. Any also like what? Like yeah, old people and children should hang around with each other. Yeah, it's, it's, this it's makes sense. Natural. Yeah. Right. They're uh, close to the same cycle of life and they yes. just get along so well. The kids were talking to the screen yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It was at a certain great. point though, like one of the parents looked at me, like <laughs> stared at us and I was like, yeah, that's right. This is all of our grandmas now. <laughs> to get to know immigrant grandmas. She is now all of our grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. My grandma became also everyone's your kid grandma is at my wedding. Yeah. My grandma also became at my wedding. Everyone's oh, yeah. Grandma. Sure. Everyone's still like, say hi to grandma. And I'm right. like, wow. Yeah. Pretty amazing. She That's just what became, happens. She just like adopted everyone by mm -hmm. default. Oof. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this sweet. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, but Midsommar. 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 It's the Swedish nightmare. Uh, right? No, the no, Swedish no, no, nightmare. nightmare. It's a Swedish nightmare. It's oh. it, it all. It's every very, very, very creepy. And it all happens in broad. Summer daylight during the very pretty looking the daylight the longest time. The day. long days, solstice or something. Yeah, the solstice. So they there's like, like two a... hours of darkness, and the rest of it, they're just like pulling the shades and sleeping, and like all this fucked up shit Dang. goes on. Fucked up it's shit. amazing. Yeah, can you imagine? I watched the matinee with Bird Box collab, where it's like <laughs> the broad I daylight. Watch, I didn't watch Bird Box. <laughs> we didn't watch Bird oh, Box. Okay. <laughs> we don't watch Bird Box in the us. side Bring of the table. I will. Well, it's like you can't see. You can't look, right? Yeah, you can't yeah, open yeah. your eyes, but it's like the longest, the brightest day on during the year. I just right. thought that might be an extra hard, scary yeah. movie. Oh, I didn't know that it, that was part of it. Yeah, me neither. I knew that there was something about not seeing. Not seeing yeah. something. because you And they're were. on a bus and they have to go a certain speed, right? This is Midsommar. <laughs> no, this, no, this, this is, is Bird Box. Bird, Bird Box with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I think they, they get in a bus to, and they, they get in a bus and they have to go a certain speed. They can't slow down, right? Miles an hour or something. Mm -hmm. like that. Oh, is that right? This is this is the this is school bus. This is the magic school bus. Mm. Live from Speed. <laughs> you watch Speed and and Speed collab. I've never seen Speed either. The, See, the, the plot of Speed is that you can't. Oh, it's Sandra Bullock <laughs> driving a bus and she cannot slow oh, down. I'm sorry. I she thought you were can't. making up a plot, so I was like, I'll go with it. It's, 
the magic school great. bus. <laughs> I only great. know things from if it was a cartoon. It, we can continue to add things <laughs> as we kids. don't know about things <laughs> and like yeah. make it a big. That's the game. You big, have to do a reference the other person like doesn't know. Compost collage. <laughs> oh, look how far I've taken you from disaster. Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> so what happens here? So uh, Troy gets some. What happens commands. here? <laughs> Troy com. Troy like gets a little more power. Transfer coil. All right, so there. That was close. What they had to do some Tetris. Exactly what I said <laughs> might happen. The power coupling overheated, and the entire containment field almost collapsed. O'Brien's fixed it temporarily, but this could happen again at any moment. Right. And next time we might not be able to stop it. She's like, okay, maybe just you step the attitude down a lot. Your decision, counselor. It's time to leave. We will separate the ship when I decide that it's time and not before. She's the empath, bitch. She knows there's other people down there. Yeah, she yeah. can sense. Also, Roe is insecure. I also love that that Troy is like... Sits in the fucking captain's chair. She's like, what's yep. up now, bitch? You know what I like? That Troy never says once, I sense there's people downstairs. Yeah. She doesn't have to go to her regular, I sense. Okay, mm -hmm. try it. She's just like, I'm going to do it when I want to. Very good, Commander. You have established a connection. Okay, now we have Data's head. I can now raise the door. There's no power on this entire deck. They should have a Data head on every deck. Good call. The power reaching those monitors has been diverted from it's the It's like the greatest sir. Alexa of all time. But why? <laughs> Imagine if Alexa was like that, that presentation. It was just like That's a, right. a human just face head? with wings. Yeah. And you're like... Wait a minute. And wet looking. Why, why haven't they, right? That would be and, and sweaty. No, Alice is just like, <laughs> that would be Alice wild. Is shook by this. I want a data head so bad. You know that people are trying to get Google to release its um, code so that they're able to rename. Because I have a, I have Google Home. And when I say, when I get the small activation flex. word. <laughs> what? No, I said small flex. Small, yeah. She has Google Home. Keep going. Tiniest flex. Let me Google. Let me just Google. like a. <laughs> Where's um, the Google Home in your in your? In I have your... one in my bedroom and I have one in my living room. So What's Google Home? you have to say the wake word, which is same as Alexa. You say Alexa or Echo. Right. And with Google, you have to say okay Google or hey Google. That's right. That's right. And they're trying to change it. People are trying to get them to change it so people can be like computer. Because mm. people, so many people want to live in Star Trek yeah. universe that they want to be able to be say like, computer, what's the weather like today? <laughs> I'd love to say computer for like, yeah, it's an easy fix. I know. Majel Barrett to be like, the oh, weather. and to have Majel Barrett's voice. Oh. So many people would buy that. And yeah. so many people online, if you go online, have requested this. Mm. But Google won't do it because they're proprietary and they want people to say the word Google, which is like, Got fuck it. you, you know. Yeah. Do you prefer Google or Alexa? Who's watching us more? Um, I think Google's probably. I don't know. Uh, Alex giving himself a little massage. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I like your new color. Um. So, which one? Who is more dangerous? Everyone's watching us, right? I don't know. Everyone's listening to us right Oof. now. Discuss this. Um. <laughs> get it. So. Uh, <laughs> I actually like don't the know the answer. listeners we have to focus on? I actually don't know the answer to that okay. because I don't think, I think Google, it's it's not it's not whether they're l listening more. I think they're both listening the same amount, but it's what they do. Like, is who's more trustworthy, Bezos or the people at Google? You know right. what I'm saying? That's like, what, what are they going to do with their info? That's the, the real right. thing. As long as it's not Facebook. I don't know. 
but we have all we Alexa's all have the only one that laughed at people though that I know of. Do you <laughs> like, remember that? What? No. Oh, you don't you don't know this? Alexa started there's a, a malfunction and Alexa's all around the world started uh-huh. just laughing out of nowhere. It would just go ha 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 ha. <laughs> oh, I swear shit. to god there's videos you can look it up. No. Uh, if that happened I have an Alexa if that happened to me I would just burn I would burn her. <laughs> I would throw her off the cliff. <laughs> But make sure that it wasn't. I would burn her that too. I would throw her. I like. I think I your sequence of actions are just the right one. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of them myself, but I think burn her. Oh, what would you and do? Then throw her off a cliff. She is just exactly started what yeah, I would Alexa, do. It was a glitch. She started laughing. Yeah, Alexa randomly she started laughing at homes all across the country. Alexa, replay. <laughs> No. Stop it, stop it. It's just uh, it freaks me. I love you. (laughs) Alexa play the last sound. (laughs) No. See isn't that crazy? We gotta stop it. It's freaking me out. Play the last sound. (laughs) No. Alexa, hello. Hi. Alexa, can you tell us why you were laughing? What do you mean? Alexa, people have been reporting that you've been spontaneously laughing. Oh. <laughs> what? No. No, 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 no. Like that? Oh, no, fuck. No, 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 no. That's tight. I don't like anyhow. That was, that was probably. That was tight. Do you That's think awful. that it's really a cool thing or not a cool thing that that Stranger Things automatically plays? It drives <laughs> right me after that, because it is still strange. Strange. We were in things. the middle of something. Anything automatic is <laughs> too strange. I didn't mean to take you away from again disaster Star Trek Next Generation, well, but since this is you what were, we do. I don't want to bring up Alexa laughing, but since you, you all were trying to figure out which one's more superior or not, which it, one is watching you less? Uh, oh, which one's watching you this less? This is what superior, I'm saying. Be, like they're watching all watching more. the same amount, I believe, in my heart. That's what I have to say. Well, I hate it all. Okay. I, um, I tape my camera. I, I delete my Instagram and for days and then I put it back on and then I spend days with it and then I f- remember it's been watching me and then I like cover my cameras and then I uncover yeah, them because I need them. It's I cover awful. my this on the laptop. I cover this. Yeah, that one's... I cover that. You can also cover your camera on the phone with a little sticker as well so that people at least can't be fucking watching you. you right. Know, while right. You're, you're like they're going to watch me masturbate to the things I masturbate to? masturbating. I promise that no one should watch that um so <laughs> for their own help. field you will have to establish a new link okay so this is the part when they discover that field strength is down to 18 this is a really is cool part want us- sorry and somehow these monitors are working the power reaching those monitors has been diverted from the bridge sir but why unless there's something they want us something they need us to see Wait a minute. Data the containment field strength is down to 18%. Can you stabilize it? No, sir. I do not have access to the containment field. You will have to establish a new link. Thanks to Data sending her power, Troy, Troy's plan worked. Get in my head. The ODN conduit, sir. God, this is going to be so fun to tell everybody about later on what he had to do. Matrix He's like, no, I had to take Data's fucking head. Connect the ODN conduit. <laughs> And I accidentally pressed the thing that made him blink. Cause a stroke. 
<laughs> Spire must have been having a field day with this. I'm trying. You need a bigger head. Field continues to drop, sir. Collapse is imminent. This cane is weird because I'm massaging myself with a, a with the sir. same arm that I'm trying I'm to relax. Stabilizing the containment field. Sir, field strength is stabilizing. Eighteen percent. Twenty. So it worked. Now watch Roe be like super sheepish. We got our message. Sorry. I was wrong. Troy's ready to receive. I'm never ready to receive an apology. You could have easily been right. But Troy was just like, <laughs> yeah. Troy's looking face. at her like, okay, give it to me. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for this, for this apology. Okay, so everything turns out okay. Picard opens the... This is all visual, but Picard opens the gate uh, and climbs out. And he's like, yay, me and my kids. And they all hug him because they're so in love. Um... Yeah, so I don't know what my favorite part about this episode was. I think Data's head is pretty much, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Troy in command is hard to beat, even though she didn't do much except holding No, she off. did. The, she made some key, the, she did leadership. Yeah. She made some key decisions. Uh, I think O'Brien, the guy who plays O'Brien, is a great actor. Yeah. I think so, too. What was I your really, favorite thing about Star Trek? I guess the, I, now this is your only sample. I liked, the, I liked seeing the birth with uh, Worf. Yeah. I loved seeing that. Um, because It's really funny. It's Yeah, it's timely. You yeah. know, it's still a thing that happens. It's yes. a thing that happens on Earth. That's true. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's a disaster you can actually be in. I think, actually, I appreciated the episode, too, because I was like, oh, there's a lot of, like, I don't know if it was meant to be, but it's really funny in that, like, uh, th like the gender roles. <laughs> it's just a lot of dudes being like 99.94.32 and then women being like, I'm giving birth. <laughs> I need help. Um, and um, yeah, it makes this episode made the women look badass. So, yeah. Know. Yeah, that's, that's what they, they got throne. there. Yeah, in her throne, she's like, I tried to. I stepped up. Yeah, they, they don't fully accomplish it all of the time, but I, right. you can tell that they're starting. They from the beginning of the show, they at least more attempts than like more attempts shows ten years later. You know, twenty years later, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, they did like they were like, oh, since Troy is leading the situation, which is a woman, uh, we have to show a cat fight really quick, which is like Ensign being like, yeah questioning and then we saw a woman give actual birth you know yeah Next stage it should start at full dilation why has it not begun i don't know i don't think it's up to me it happens when it happens computer simulation was not like this that delivery was very orderly so critical I'm sorry did you feel an uncontrollable urge to push? Good. She nods. You are barren now. No. You must push with each contraction. I must move gently but firmly. I kind of harder. want this to be my my doula. Worf, full Klingon. Push. 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 I am pushing! Baby is emerging head first. <laughs> One more contraction. Okay. That's good. Push. Push. 
Like she's just Let gonna, push. I'll keep like your face. she's just gonna be like, the baby. <laughs> like she's just gonna suck it in. Yeah. Smack <laughs> the child to induce breathing. I can't believe he didn't just murder the baby because he's a Klingon. Look, he's smiling. This is the first appearance of Molly O'Brien. <laughs> and also, I think it's funny because they go. She just did all this work, and they go. It looks like the guy. Yeah, and like also the baby they're looks like, just like the dad. And she's like, "More if I couldn't have done it without you." It's like, well, oh, okay. right, right. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I kind of just did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could. You couldn't have done it without somebody standing there with a, I love with a they, calculator. They dress the baby as Kiki Riki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. She looks like Chief O'Brien. <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, shut She's the like, fuck up. She's like, ha, give me my child. <laughs> that was my friend. My friend. That's. I like this scene because I like the. Ima- I like to imagine the baby, a human baby's first look at the world is a fucking Klingon. Yeah, it's, it's so tight. Yeah, I think that's cooler than like um, really bad like. Yeah. The ugly lights we have to see in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing we see. I think. I've never seen so much fabric Florissa. between a baby and a mother. I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> I think they should know this so 400 much, years so in the future. So much kikiriki polyester. Kikiriki plastics, microplastics. Uh, wow. Uh, another one in the can. Disaster. Another, another one in the can. Yeah. Another one in the can. <laughs> thank you, Atsuko. I'm so sorry that I was late, but no, you were such you so a great much. guest. Thank you for having me. Um, do you have anything to plug on our show? Um, I have a podcast, too. <laughs> Podcast too. A podcast. Also on Forever Dog. All right. Let's go, let's go. A woke Japanese game show, which you two are on. I'm very excited. I'm very excited as well. So your name is pronounced Atsuko? Atsuko. Yes. Awesome. Oh, the U? Wrong? No, the U is silent. It's Atsuko. there, but it's silent. Atsuko. Yes. Yeah. Is and that that's like me. a is that like a your name thing or is that a rule in the language that the U is silent? Like when it's between two consonants when it's like tsu i think it's not usually oh okay tsu it's usually like sound fast like that's the sound yeah okay good to know good to know yeah i like languages um that's my (laughs) other language that i speak uh Okay, fantastic. So, guys, tune in to Let's Go, Let's Go on Forever Dog. Duh. Duh. The only network you should ever be listening to. Um, And please come to our Trex live show. We have a new date. It is October. I mean, October. No, God almighty, please, God. Uh, It's August August 5th. 5th. (laughs) Um, 5th. And uh, we will see you there. And in the meantime, you should go to Instagram at Trex in the City on Instagram. We did it. Woo! And Trex in the City on Twitter. We're there, baby. Finally, finally. Uh, We'll see you next week, guys. See you there. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.